know, if you look at their end user license agreement, they're saying that when you use this, we have the ability to look at what's on your computer, you know, to have uh, access to the data stream, you know, to have access to your contacts and so on. So, you know, computers are tricky. Hi, everyone. And welcome to the Toss C3 podcast with our host and founder of Toss C3, Greg Hanna. Greg Hanna. Greg, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing fantastic, Neil. How was your week? Oh, it's fantastic week. Busy, busy, and still going to be busy. Awesome. Click right into it. Our topic today, you know, we started to think about, you know, scanning your computers. Because again, the thing is, if you're a business owner, you're going to definitely look at this. If you're specifically an individual at home, you need to have specific virus software. And what the problem is when I see in this situation, a certain virus software limits your searchability at times, slows down your computer. So you really need to have a professional like you, Greg, to kind of identify those things because it isn't a pain in the neck when you do get a certain software that you download on your computer and then it limits your computer's ability to perform to its optimal level. Well, you know, Neil, if that's happening to some people, then it's the wrong software or a poor installation. Um, there's some critical things you have to consider when you're looking at antivirus, anti-malware, and local cyber threat protection that a lot of people don't consider. You know, back in the day when this started to come out, antivirus software way back, not much has changed since then until roughly 2015. And, you know, what people are still using is known virus protection. And what I mean by that is, is that if the software knows about a virus, it knows how to stop it. For example, every virus has an address or a signature, and that is basically its thumbprint. And if the software that you're using can recognize that thumbprint, it's going to say, hey, wait a minute, that's a virus, a ransomware, I'm going to stop it. But if it doesn't recognize the thumbprint, then it's going to let it on through. And that's what happens to 90% of the people that get attacked. They're not using something that I, I, I refer to as next generation virus protection, which doesn't rely on you know, the requirements of a database and known thumbprints. What it relies on is artificial intelligence, machine learning and behavioral analysis to look at what the user is doing at a particular time. What did they open? What does that document look like? Is it normal behavior that if you, know, you open up an, a Word doc that it's going to call PowerShell, which is Microsoft operating system, uh, language for writing scripts and stuff. No, that's not normal. And if it sees that, it's going to immediately kill it and quarantine it because it's like, hey, wait a minute, that's probably going to be connecting to some server in the Ukraine or something and download the data of a ransomware attack and it could be in big trouble. So that's really important. You know, artificial intelligence will go out to a database and, and start to do some analysis and say, hey, wait a minute, you know, this kind of looks like that, that kind of looks like this. And this all happens like in milliseconds. So you won't get any slowdown. You know, the solutions that I've chosen for our ZPS service, it uses the smallest, what we call resources in the industry on the device. That means the amount of RAM that it absorbs and the amount of processing power that it takes, which is going to your point, would slow down a system if it uses a lot of RAM and a lot of processor. This uses the smallest in the industry. And then you're seeing people that just download free antivirus software. Is that a good idea or not? You know, here's the thing. Most free antivirus software, guess what, is injected with viruses. Why? Because 
you're downloading something for free. Anything free on the internet, for the most part, isn't good unless you trust the source. You know, a lot of people, unfortunately, they search in Google, and because Google gave them a result, they trust the result. You know, unfortunately, most or well, not most, a lot of the results that you get on Google shouldn't be trusted because they're weaponized. And by weaponized, I mean they're using something that's, you know, a general purpose website or a utility that you're looking for, and they inject into it like malicious code, making it basically a digital weapon. So, so never downloaded. So what if there's something on the internet that is not where you can utilize it on their website, but you don't download anything. And then you, is it, was it worthwhile using? Do you have an example of what you mean? I mean, like something for YouTube, downloading YouTube videos or different things like that. Ah, <laughs> so there's a couple of things, you know, if you look at their end user license agreement, they're saying that when you use this, we have the ability to look at what's on your computer, you know, to have uh, access to the data stream, you know, to have access to your contacts and so on. So, you know, computers are tricky when you connect to a, I just give you, I'll give you the simplest example that might illustrate the whole thing. People love, you know, March madness, right? right. So during the year in March, they get onto the ESPN and they like to look at what's going on, see the scores, catch a game, whatever. Now, so many people take out ads that are weaponized either for marketing or for malicious intent. A marketing weaponized email basically is how they follow you around like, oh, you, you looked at something and now they're, you know, you go on Facebook, you go on Twitter, you everywhere is this stuff, right? Um, how that happens is that, but just by accident, you know, you passed your mouse over their ad, that ad injected uh, some scripting into your memory, the memory put it on your computer, and they put a little cookie on your hard disk, you know, a little piece of code, and then wow. now wherever you go, there you are. Now, use that for malicious intent. You do that, um, they call it, a, you know, a drive-by attack, right? Because you're just driving your mouse by, and you stop on a, an ad, and it brings out some malicious scripts, puts it on your memory, gets it down at your hard drive, uh, 30 days later, contacts its server somewhere, and you got ransomware and you're done. So, but is it from clicking on something? It has no, to no. You don't have to click. You just have to pass your mouse over it. Just like this, just pass the mouse and that's it. You're kidding me. Because oh, a wow. mouse position is always calculated by the program. And if the position is on an ad that has a weaponized feature like this, it knows that the mouse is on it and it in the background initiates a injection of the code. And that can bring him ransomware. Oh, yeah. That's one of the most popular ways to get it. They call it a drive-by attack. Yeah. Just next time you go on a website, you know, you put a mouse over like a button and it goes from like blue to gray or something like that. See, what it's doing is it knows that the mouse is on the button. So the code changes. So that's just a simple example of how it works. Wow. But you just don't know it doesn't change. Yeah. There's just so much to think about. The best thing to do is have a professional like Greg Hanna. Just trust me on this. And, and there's bigger news coming from the media giant regarding that for people that would love to have the high level service that Greg provides uh, in a smaller form because you work with some pretty big companies, don't you, Greg? And big, you know, I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. And, but you have that expertise to help the individual in cybersecurity as well. And it's not just cybersecurity, IT. And we're going to talk about that more on both uh, podcasts for sure. So I appreciate it, Greg. 
Uh, my pleasure, Neil. It's always great to talk right. to you. Best place to go, ToshC3.com, right? Perfect. Yeah. Click on the right top hand corner of the little uh, button there and you won't get injected, but you will get a free consultation with me. All right. Fant oh, fantastic show. That was Toss C3 podcast, guys. Take care. <laughs>